For me, this is the most wonderful time of the year because it's Pride Month and I'm thrilled to be working with the Gel Bottle for this special series of the podcast. The Gel Bottle is an award-winning, vegan-friendly, cruelty-free British nail brand with a selection of over 500 colours which you can explore with your nail tech or you can do it at home yourself with their salon match formulas from their sister brand, Peachy. The Gel Bottle is all about celebrating individuality, inclusivity, and empowerment through artistry and expression. So it feels like the perfect fit for Rain to be celebrating Pride Month with a brand that shares these values. And I'm so excited that they've given me my very own edit. Can you believe it? My rainbow edit, get it, has a peachy colour to represent every single stripe of the Pride flag, from the banana yellow clueless to the creamy off-white love letter because no matter how you identify everyone is welcome inside the rainbow 25 percent of the proceeds from now until the end of august and the peachy rainbow edit and the 90s baby collection because you know i love the 90s will go to switchboard a charity which has been listening to and supporting the lgbtqi plus community since 1975 Go check out both ranges on thejowbottle.com for pros, or if you are your own at-home artist at peachy.com. That's P-E-A-C-C-I.com. There's a link in the episode notes too, and please shop the Rainbow Edit, support the incredible charity switchboard and our LGBTQIA plus community. Hey, I'm Josh Smith, and welcome to Rain. This podcast is all about empowerment and open conversations with incredible guests. So let's get straight into it. Prepare yourselves because today we're joined by actual Eurovision royalty, it's Loreen. Loreen made history at this year's Eurovision Song Contest by becoming the first woman ever to win twice. I mean, she knows her way around a power ballad, doesn't she? Euphoria is one of my favorite songs of all time, no exaggeration, and Tattoo is blowing up the charts across the world right now. But it's been a long journey to this point. Loreen started out on Swedish Pop Idol, and today she tells me all about her long and winding road to success. I'm gonna say it, this episode shows that Loreen is the philosopher of our time. You've heard it here first. She is full of incredible advice from getting negativity out of your life to overcoming pain to build your mental strength. Loreen is authentically herself and that is the spirit of Pride Month. So hope this inspires you to never compromise yourself, not for anyone. We are strapped in. We are raring to go. Babe, how are you? I'm doing great. And, you know, honestly, I'm in Iceland now and it's raining and I feel great. You know, I'm looking at my manager and he's like, it's not fun. It's raining. I'm like, I love it. I love rain. Okay. He loves rain too. He says here. Okay. Yeah, I'm great. Well, I am just so excited to have you on because, babe, you always take me to gay church with your songs. Tattoo is a power ballad. Euphoria is just pop at its finest. I mean, I've lost my mind in the back of Uber's view. I think I've, like, my Uber rating has literally been, like, decreased through my screaming of Euphoria. Like... It's just so great to have you here. And as the queen of Eurovision, how's it feel to sit here knowing that you have become Eurovision history? 
Well, you know, I, 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 it's surreal still. I mean, it's like every now and then I'm like, oh, I'm a queen. And then I'm like, really, did I win? Oh, I'm a queen. <laughs> oh, I, I won. You know, it's like back and forth all the time. Like, it's, but, you know, but it's nice. I mean, what an achievement. And you were just so calm when those results were coming in. You were just very, like, zen. What were you telling yourself yeah. in those moments whilst you were waiting? Honestly, like, you know, I was just trying to balance whatever intense energy was going on around me. It was like, you know, I was actually looking at my crew next to me like, can you guys stop being so stressful? I can feel it. Okay, I'm trying to focus here. <laughs> you know, the whole arena was so tense. So what I was doing at that moment, you probably saw me like I'm like, I was just like moving like this and just being in a very meditational space because I, uh, you know, because the thing is, I didn't have, I was, of course, hoping, but I didn't have any expectations. So, so I was just trying really to just calm myself and everybody else just a little bit you know yeah. well, come on man it's not the end that of the came world across. You know, come on man <laughs> like, yeah and breathe count to 10 in and out in and yeah. out when did yeah. it really yeah. sink in that you won because when you got that trophy in your hands it still looked like you were in complete disbelief has it even sunk in yet? yeah no, it ha it has, but the thing is, what you guys were were seeing was that, you know, I I had this crazy love for you guys, so I was holding that, you know, the whatever what is it called? You call you, either the trophy, but really, what I wanted to do is like give that trophy up to the guy next to me, like here, I want to talk to my my people. I just wanted to be with you guys, so I was like, I wanted to throw it away, like. I love you so much. You know, that was my feeling in my body. And I, I, and I was just looking out at all of you like, my God, it's so beautiful with this collective, like, connection, you know? So I wanted to enjoy that moment. So I'm like, can somebody please take this trophy away? It's too heavy, man. I just want to be with my <laughs> friends and people, you know? <laughs> Honestly, you know? You should have had a mean I'm girls a moment and broke it up and given it out to everyone. <laughs> yeah. If I if I could, I would honestly, because you know, <laughs> like here you go, <laughs> you know. But uh, no, I mean that was just amazing that moment, Josh. It was just this whole journey has been just crazy, beautiful. Never ever have I experienced something like this. And I think what's so amazing about it is is that Eurovision is such a space and community that says everyone is welcome. No matter how yeah. you identify, no matter what type of music you want to perform, yeah. no matter what kind of fan you are, how has being yeah. part of that community really empowered you as a person? Do you think? Oh God, it's like it has empowered me because I've I, I've always felt appreciated and accepted for who I am. The thing is, mm. before before the Eurovision, before even the Melody Festival, and I was like a struggling artist, Josh, and I was just like knocking on every every community's door like that I could find like and you know wherever I went they're like no we don't this we're no we're too cool you're, you're not cool enough and I was like and then I knocked at the LGBT community's door and like come on guys I know I'm barefoot I know I, you hardly can see me I'm like I'm a little bit weird yeah could I be here could I hang with you guys you're like yeah come on in you know can you imagine like and that's when euphoria happened so you see what I mean like that wouldn't even happen 
if it wasn't for the community, which is me, mm. which is you, which is like all of us, you know. So it's like being home, you know, because we have the same values. And, it's like, yeah, that is so true. And you are about to take Eurovision home next year. And it's not, it's just a casual celebratory year for Sweden because it's 50 years since ABBA won Eurovision Song Contest with Waterloo. Now, in my head, I want to manifest something right here, right now with you. I want you, ABBA, together on that stage. Can we make this happen? (laughs) Well, you know, we have to send it out to the universe. Like, you know, they can figure out how, but just like, let's send it out. Wouldn't that be nice? Stage diving with ABBA? Like, hey! (laughs) (laughs) You and ABBA, like, crowd surfing through the arena is a vision that we need. (laughs) That's not a sexy look, though. (laughs) Legs and hands, like, all over, like, you know. Oh, God, yeah. But that would be amazing, wouldn't it? Like, just to stand on stage and just sing together. Let's see if Universe likes the idea. Well, I mean, you're definitely going to be serving up looks. We know that for sure. And I mean, we're going to have to talk about the nails. Because did you have any mishaps with those nails? Because I would be permanently nervous I was going to poke my eye out or someone else's eye out or cause myself serious injury with those nails. Yeah, it was some serious injuries on me. Like, I had scratches all over my body because they were so sharp. They were made out of stone, you know? They were like... 3D, but they had all these stones pointing in different directions. So you can imagine when I, when I was dancing and like, like, no, you know, every, so I had like scratches, like who, who scratched me? Like it was me. Like I was like, but it just, just so, yeah. But I mean, that whole nail uh, story was it's like, I had a pair of uh, nails for each and every performance and there were no stick ons. I was not using that because they really had to be, you know, on. Otherwise, they'll fall off, you know, because I'm moving so aggressively, you know. It might not seem like that, but, you know, when you're doing this one and you, you want to be. So it was like it took 30 minutes to put them on, like ding, 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 ding. 30 minutes for it to dry. This is before the actual performance, but then it was like one or two hours to take them off. Okay. What? So, yeah. So each after, almost after every performance, while everybody else was sleeping, I was like with my nail person, like, yeah, yeah, okay, whatever. They're like, why are you doing this? Can you just do it without the nails? I'm like, it has to be there. So just, just go. (laughs) I'm doing it for the art, okay? (laughs) You're like, it's part of the look. Do you not understand? Don't you understand? Stand. No, but <laughs> but it was intense sometimes. You know, you go to sleep around two, three in the in the in the night just because you had to take them off really the old-fashioned way because mm. they're really stuck. You you couldn't sleep with them because it's too dangerous. Oh my god! Imagine sleeping with those and waking <laughs> up to find yourself like slightly impaled in the eye. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. My you know God. what? Sometimes beauty is pain. <laughs> yeah. Clearly, Hanks, when it comes to those nails. <laughs> yeah. But you know, honestly, like I, I ha- they asked me, like, why are you wearing the nails? It's like because they enhance the movements, you know. So that was my real reason to why I was wearing them. Of course, I love nails, but whenever you know, when you move with your hands, you know, you can see everything. You see what I mean? I mean, this is without nails, and when you have nails, it's almost like feathers, you know. Oh, I love that. Hypnotic. 
You were getting those yeah. votes in with those nails. You were like, come to me, call us. Like, keep it coming. <laughs> keep it coming. <laughs> I love it. But not only are you officially a Eurovision icon, you are certainly an LGBTQIA plus icon. I mean, the community loves you and you are such an amazing part of that community. And it is Pride Month. Ding, ding, ding. What does yeah. Pride mean to you? I mean, oh God, where to start? It's just like, it's such a beautiful, I mean, it's, first of all, it's an important statement, but it's also one hell of a party, okay? <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, it's like, it means everything because it's, as I said, also with the, the, the Eurovision community, which is like, it's actually the LGBT community, to be honest. Like, this is a place where you accept it. So I I love it because, I mean, it's part of me and it's, it is actually me, to be honest. So, I mean, it's important because of, because of that, because it's, it's just important. I just feel at home mm. in this space. Mm. Mm. And you can see yeah. that. When do you think you have been proudest of yourself? Oh God, proudest of myself? I think it's when I seriously see that I haven't compromised the least bit. I've been completely truthful and authentic to myself and my surroundings. No, that's when I, when I'm like, yes, I didn't, I didn't bail out on my spirit you know, mm. I guess. That is that is so special because I think you've achieved so many things and so many accolades and huge history-making accolades. But for you to sit here and say that's the moment you've been proud of yourself, that is what true success is all about, isn't mm. it? Mm. It is. It really is. It really is. I mean, you can't appreciate success if you know that you compromise on yourself, you know. Don't you want to get to know yourself, really? Because you're so unique. There's no one like mm. you. Every one of us is so, so unique. We have our colors. Don't you want to explore that? Don't you want to, you know, who are you? Like, what do you like? What do you do? How would you do it? Like, you know, instead of being somebody else's idea of what you're supposed to be, you're your own idea. You mold your own life, you know, almost like a painting. And how would you paint that? You know, whenever you're compromising yourself, you know, you just take a step away from you painting your own format like your your own story or your own like you know it's like writing your own book how would you want it to be you know mm, i love that that's so beautifully put and then we all go on that journey towards discovering ourselves and our identity yeah what really? have been some like key turning points in you coming to understand yourself and facing your identity and facing yourself and discovering yourself i think one huge turning point for me was I know it sounds corny and like you and but it was actually euphoria because mm. the things that I did before that I was I was compromising so much you know trying to fulfill everybody else's idea of me and so at some point it gets physically painful you know 
especially if you're that type of creator that is there's no separation. I don't I don't believe that it is a separation between your creativity and yourself. You know, it's you. You can't say I'm an artist here and then I'm a private person here. It's like what? You know, it's you. It's one person. So with euphoria, I decided because I had gone through so much pain, physical pain, because I knew in my heart I was compromising and like, you know. And so I said to myself, like, okay, regardless of if it works or do not work, I feel fear, but still I will do what I really feel like I want to do, you know. And 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 so I created Euphoria without anybody knowing anything about it, because that's what that was what I said. I'm like, I'm gonna create this and you're not allowed to see anything. I don't want anybody's opinion about anything. I created it. <laughs> And then I, you can imagine at the time, you know, being barefoot and, you know, you can hardly see me. People just, they, they threw fear at you. Like, you know, it's never going to work, you know. And this is actually the challenge. This is how you really build up a self-confidence. And, you know, uh, it ha- that challenge needs to be there. So you see what I mean? Like, so, so but mm. my surroundings were, were throwing fear at me, but still I had to stand my ground. And I did, still feeling fear. But when I won in Stockholm, I remember standing on stage and looking out and gazing out at the audience. And at that moment, I realized it was almost like this voice in my head saying, see what I mean? When you're following your intuition, you don't mm. have to understand how it's going to, you know, you know, you see what I mean? There is so powerful when you go on that gut feeling, everything that happened before that was basically saying, like, it's never going to work. But you went on your gut feeling, you know, and you, you trusted that. Still feeling fear, but so that was a changing moment because at that time I said, I promised myself, I will never question that first thought or feeling that I have, you know. The mind tend to do that. We're like, we feel like, oh, that'll be nice, but maybe I shouldn't do it really. It's such a bad idea. Now I, I think I'm going to skip. You see? So uh, that was a changing moment for me. Because from that day on, mm. regardless of if I would fail or not fail, whatever, I would go on that path. I would go on that path. And so mm. now, nowadays, like I, I go into a room, like I, and I tell people, like you, I don't, you don't have to understand it. It just needs, it just needs to be this way. I don't even understand it myself. It just needs to be this way. See? I love that. Trusting your instincts has helped you find yourself in a whole new way. And I think it's so interesting because so many of us compromise ourselves in so many different ways. For you, mm. what, how were you compromising yourself before that moment? You know, just trying to fit in, you know. Really what happened was not accepting who I was, you know. So so uh, trying to fit in, you know, because there will always be people uh, around you wanting you to be a certain way, having these ideas of you. This is right. This is wrong, you know, and it's natural to try to fit in because it's about feeling safe. You know, I don't want to be alone. You know, all of us trying to really, you know, yeah, um, um, we're trying. It's all about love, you know. Love me. I'll be whatever you want me to be. Just love me, you know. But what we really don't understand is like the loving yourself and then the people mm. that are supposed to be there and love you will love you too. So so that's what I meant. Like, so compromising on everything, compromising on my creativity, comp- compromising on, on uh, 
yeah, everything, basically. Knowing that I'm compromising. Mm. And I think that the journey to acceptance isn't through being accepted through others. It's about finding that self-acceptance within yourself. Mm. And mm. I mean, you came out um, as bisexual a couple of years ago. Um, and that was a huge moment where you literally face the world and you go, this is who I am and this is how I identify. And it doesn't matter about what anyone else thinks. How empowering yeah. was that moment for you to sit on a public stage and be able to say that? Yeah, because, you know, it just, it, but it, honestly, it has always, it, it's, because my, what I believe, honestly, is love is where you find it, if you're open to it, you know, and that's what I tried, and when they asked me, they're like, so, yeah, so, so, it wasn't that I found out, because I always knew, I knew mm. that. If, if I would meet some, a, a woman that I think is beautiful and that I have, you know, I would accept that and I would I would go for that, you know, because you can't really. Yeah, so so it, so it was it was just natural. It wasn't like a I've come out, you know, it wasn't like that because it was always there there. It was just they mm. asked me a question I'm like, of course. So would you mean do you mean that you're bisexual? I guess. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> It's like, that is it. <laughs> Take it or leave it. Yeah, exactly. I am so excited to be celebrating Pride Month with the Gel Bottle because just like Rain, they're all about inclusivity and individuality, helping people express themselves to be whoever they are right down to their nail colors. The Gel Bottle have not only created over 500 colors, but are famous for their game-changing Biab technology, which leaves your nails looking stunning whilst increasing your nail growth. Their at-home formula for Sister Brown Peachy also gives your nails that salon quality feel, and they are industry leaders in nail tech training through their successful TGB Academy, which has turned many members of the LGBTQI community into nail professionals, thanks to the training from the Jabble. Don't forget, you can shop my Rainbow Edit right now with 25% of sales going to the LGBTQIA plus charity switchboard. Just head to thejowbottle.com for pros or for at-home artists, visit peachy.com. That's P-E-A-C-C-I dot com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And I love this sense of you from even just like seeing you on stage and talking to you today. You feel like you, you're such... A person who has such a strong sense of themselves and who they are. How mm. have you worked on your own mental strength to get to that place? Mm. That's an interesting question. I just think that life put me and put us in 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 situations that strengthening that that is strengthening the mental strength. You know what I mm. mean? Like it painful 
the way I see painful situations, it could be a, a bad childhood, it could be whatever. These situations, you can use it to your advantage because they strengthen you. You know, if you use it the right way, I see those challenge, challenges that I've had in my life like beautiful things, to be honest. This is the way I look at it because I'm like, thank you, you just taught me that. Thank you, you mm. just taught me that. And you're So all these challenges has actually been strengthening me. It's not the soft situations, the loving situations that give you this mental strength. It's actually those situations that, you know, where you're like, what? Did you just, you know, the challenges, you know? So everything from just not... As, as a child, you, I was like, um, you know, different, you know, and, and, and just feeling, having a first challenge of not belonging, that was a challenge, but I used it. I used it because, you know, it strengthened me. It just empowered me to be like, this is me. And I accept me for me, you know? So, so, so it's all about how you see these challenges. And that's why... I'm thankful to them because that's my mental strength. Mm. You know, pain is actually a good thing, if you ask me. If you use it the right way, constructively, mm. and then you like move on. <laughs> of course, mm. don't stay in pain. Okay, don't stay in pain. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah, but use it as a fuel. And there's so many times there's like negative things we go through in our lives that we can use to empower us, right? And I think mm, that mm. being in the music industry, I mean, there's ups, there's downs, <laughs> there's, there's moments of huge highs and there's moments of huge lows. And you have come so mm. far since you started out in Swedish mm. Idol, pop idol. Yes. Mm. Has there ever been a moment on that journey where you've really questioned your path? Or is there been a moment you've really dug the deepest to find your determination? Yeah, every now and then. But here's the thing, you know, you, at some point, yeah, at some point you realize it's just a, a mental illusion. It is whatever you want it to be. That's been one thing, you know. So, so, so I've felt, I've had situations where like, you know, I want to quit this. I don't, I don't like this, you know, but I accept that I feel that for a moment, but I still walk because I know it's just a mental illusion. You know, and then I continue on, you know. <laughs> so, so every now and then. But that's the thing. Here's the thing. That's why it's so important to surround yourself with people that have a constructive way of seeing life. Because it affects your own way of seeing things. Positive energy. You know, I'm very disciplined there. Whenever there is a negative energy... And the necessary negative energy, I say, ta-ta, bye-bye. I leave very fast, you know. Mm. I really do. Because I'm like, no, 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 I don't want you to mold me into that negative whatever's going on. Ta-ta. You know, it, it, problems are there to solve, you know. You know what I mean? And if there's no, mm. uh, not a constructive solution there or a constructive conversation, you won't see me be there. Ta-ta. If somebody says, this is impossible, ta-ta. It's not impossible. We just haven't found the way to, to solve this yet. Don't tell me it's impossible. There's no such thing as impossible. It's an illusion, darling. <laughs> Babes, you need to get yourself a motivational book. <laughs> I know you haven't really got the time at the moment, but oh my God. Like, I'm literally sat here going like... 
Yeah. I mean, I am, honestly, there's something that I'm very disciplined about. Like, it actually, t- it even scares me sometimes, is negative, negative people. They have a state of mm. mind where everything, nothing works. It's their state of mind. It's not reality, because reality is just a reflection of what's going on in here. You know? <laughs> and also, another thing that I feel is really important is, like, we think that, because, uh, uh, n- Positive attracts positive, and negative attracts negative. Have you, you you've seen this in your own life, haven't you? Like when one 1, good thing happens, all of a sudden there's then there is like a billion good things that happen. When one negative thing happens, they're like, oh shit, oh god, my god. The next after the next after the like, oh my god. See, so positive attracts positive, negative. So if you want whatever you want in your life, like I want just positive things happening in your life well you need to change that energy going on within you hey just change it <laughs> put on a put on a, a romantic comedy i don't care whatever makes you feel happy and joyful and smile you know dick just do it <laughs> you know <laughs> well babe euphoria and tattoo are that moment for me and i feel like you are attracting so much stuff into your life through being in this positive it, space right now i mean yeah tattoo is like in the top 10 of the global music charts in the Hi. whole entire world right now. I mean, hello, you're about to go on your tattoo tour across the UK and Europe. I mean, like, life is lifing for you right now, isn't it? And what can we expect yeah. from that tour? I need to know. Oh, God. Oh, God. I don't want to spoil it, but you can expect everything from me and you know since i'm a visual lady obviously i like these visual spaces maybe i'll be a little bit of a visual journey i don't know (laughs) but the thing i have to say one thing josh you know the most beautiful thing right now for me i mean of course there's like the song is on this global chart to be but i honestly my big passion i have two passions it's creating josh and it's connecting See what I mean? So I love connecting. I don't know if it's because I come from a big family or I don't know, but it's like I want to hang with my people. So that's what I try to say when I won in Liverpool. I was just, I just wanted to run up in the crowd and like hug everybody and like, (laughs) so this is what I love, you know, connecting. And that's what I long for whenever like, oh, it's going to go on a tour. I just want to hang with you guys. This is what I want to do. This is me. (laughs) Weirdo. (laughs) <laughs> no but I totally I totally relate to that because the reason why I do this is because I love connecting with people and you learn you so go. much from being open yeah. to people and yeah. like I'm yeah. talking to you today and I've learned so much like my whole mental yeah. the way my mind works <laughs> I'm already like ticking over being like oh my god I can take that into my life I can do this I can do that and I think yeah, that you, you have can. had such a strong effect on so many people and I put out on Twitter on Instagram that you were coming on the podcast and Babes, the amount of messages I got being like, ask this, ask this, ask this, please ask this. Oh my God, it was crazy. So I have picked out a couple of questions that I like loved. And this one I think is really great. Um, How do you usually relieve nerves on stage and what are your go-to affirmations? Because I'm guessing you have some amazing affirmations in your life that you really lean on. What are your positive affirmations Mm. you like are your go-tos? Oh, my positive, that, oh God, that, I have so many, I don't have like, 
Well, one thing is... Well, everything that... What you send out is what you get. That's one thing, mm. really. So, if there is love in your heart, really, then that is what you're going to get back. It's just crazy. I've learned that, this journey. Like, my God. I've, that's why I've never experienced this much love. Not recognition. I mean love. In my entire life. Like, it's, it was, it's just been, it's, it was almost overwhelming. Like, God. But here's the thing when you stand on stage. She was asking about the nerves or they were asking about the nerves. Mm-hmm. When you're nervous, it's about if you really ask yourself the right questions. I'm nervous because what if I do something wrong and people won't like what I do? What if I do something wrong and people don't like what I do? This is an ego mindset. So when I stand on stage, it's not about me. It's about, okay, me channeling something for you. So my focus and my mind and my body is like, I want to give you something. You know what I mean? That moment when you think of it, like, you know, I'm just, like, I just give everything, like, you know, then instantly the nerves, they go. Because it's not about, what if I do something uh, you know, it's like, you, there is something there, you know. The moment you know that, you know, I'm doing this for them and I love it, but it's then it just, the nerves just like, gone. I love that. It's about taking your ego out of the situation, right? Take it out, take it out. Because the ego, you know, and I've, I've really like worked a lot about trying to understand how the ego works, you know, because the ego thinks that everything evolves around you, which is actually painful because you know, there's a lot of pressure on us if everything evolves around you, <laughs> you know, and, you know, the world is going to be a so much worse place if you're not, you know, <laughs> you know, it's actually nice to be like, you know what, you know what, it's like, but it, it isn't, although you're you're so important you're valuable and you're everything still don't wear that pressure on you you know just be just be you and give all you have have fun with it and you know then that energy will come back to you I so, absolutely love that absolutely. that is so yeah. good and I mean <laughs> I could literally I feel like I've been in like an incubator of empowerment talking to you today I'm just like hum <laughs> meditating with you going into my mind going into going yeah. into my mind yeah. but before you go off like on another stage of world domination we always end on this question and the last question always is in the reign of your life what is the one rule you'll always live by whatever comes to me is supposed to come to me and i might not understand it now but it is for the better and for the good so that's one thing i always live by so whenever there is a challenge i have this trust that you know it will end up well somehow and i don't have to know how you know i just know it mm. you know so this is a thing I always live by. Whatever happens, happens. And that is what I said when I was in the green room. Whatever happens, happens, you know. Do you think you've really learned to trust the process and to trust 
your own dreams and ambitions. Yeah. You just have to be very clear with what you want. I you never you never hear me say Yeah, I, I've learned to trust the process most definitely. Most yeah. I was just gonna go in on a path and like, no wait, I'm not gonna go there. So I went back and I'm like, Yeah, I've learned to trust the process. My guideline in life is I'm where it feels great here. You know? That is how I navigate in life. If I feel a least bit of anxious energy, I know this is, I have to change lane. Because that is my intuition telling me like, this is not for you, darling. You have to move on to a next path. And whenever I feel this happy childish energy, like the spark, although it doesn't make any sense, I move that way. And usually when I do, things happen. Ding, 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 ding. You know. That is how I navigate. I think I everybody that. should navigate like that in life. They're like, I don't know which way to go. Where do you feel happiest? Don't think like, oh, but this is good for me because if I do that and this and that and that, you try to be, have this mental thing going on. Like, you know, you have this plan, you know, don't try to plan mm. things because you cannot control it. You know, it, you can't control anything outside of yourself. So navigate with what makes you happy. Like, so if there's a job that gives you an anxious energy, move start moving on on a direction like you know that makes you happy but i have to it's my work i need to pay the bills move because it's gonna mm. it's gonna work out that is trusting the process you know i navigate like that in life my god i love that and the rest of it can just get in the bin <laughs> the negative people <laughs> in the bin trust that mindset stick to that mindset everything else <laughs> Pop it in the trash. Take that trash yeah, out. Pop it in the trash. <laughs> Take that trash out. Take that trash <laughs> out, man. Yeah. 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 Oh my god. Honestly, it's been the biggest joy talking to you today. You are the best. Right, but, and oh, Josh. Thank you so much. Your energy is a vibe, man. You shine, man. Babe, so is yours. No, don't throw it back to me. You know, really. You're great at what you do. Oh, thank you. That means so much, honestly. Thanks for being here for this episode of Rain. If there are things that resonate with you, I'd love to hear from you. Get me on socials at Josh Smith Hosts. And if you enjoyed this episode, please like, rate, subscribe, or follow, and share this with someone you think should hear it. Let's get those convos going, because that is what this podcast is all about. Hi babes, me again. Just wanted to tell you about something very exciting. I can't believe I'm about to tell you this, but I've written a book and it's called Great Chat. As you know, I love to chat, plot spoiler, and I love talking to people about their lives because as I always say, talking and listening is so powerful. The book is all about how you can master conversation and transform your life just like it has for me. I've used my experience from all the amazing interviews I've been lucky enough to do, as well as a load of research to help you deal with everything from making new friends to embracing difficult discussions. 
Great chat should never be underestimated. It can truly improve your well-being, allow you to create the life you want, and bring the connections you are so deserving of, babes. You can pre-order Great Chat today in hardback, ebook, and audiobook, read by me, no less, and it's out on the 20th of June.